Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. the Wise Wednesday podcast we are here to talk about a 1-1 draw of course we are this is Sunderland um, for the 730th time since being relegated to League 1 Sunderland draw 1-1 who is here tonight to discuss with myself Stephen Goldsmith and Gareth Barker I always just introduce you Gareth and I didn't give you a chance to say hello it's just it's just a given that you're going to be there nobody cares do they Probably not, no. Um, exactly. We're also we joined by Matt is here. Hello, hi, He's, how are um, we? I'm very well. It's been a while since you've, you've joined us on a Monday. I know. And, squeaky, and your squeaky dog know, in the background. Yeah. Oh, it's not the dog that's squeaking, it's, it's his toy that's squeaking. Yeah, in, indirectly it's the dog that's squeaking. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the last time I was on like the Sensible Pod, which I'm about to ruin. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we could do with the live now. It's not again like last week. It's not like we've got like loads of exciting stuff to talk about. Um, Jimmy is also with us tonight. You Hello, right, Jimmy. Nice to be here. Yeah, good. Thanks. Uh, debut on the Monday pod for me. So is it? Um, is it really? Yeah, working my way up slowly. Yeah, Whoa! Yeah, still, you get there. Or down. You be con- you'll be controlling with Twitter before you know it. Oh yeah! Don't <laughs> give me the logins. <laughs> Just tweet jokes about Remy yeah. Matthews, and you'd be all right. That's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be start off with uh, being topical, keepers is certainly high on the agenda for that. Oh, wow. um, and I'm not talking about Jason Steele's error for Brighton, although <laughs> that was hilarious. Right. <laughs> that was a proper flashback, wasn't it? When you when you saw that goal, Ipswich away, that he conceded for Brighton. Yeah, just just. <laughs> A everything to, just, did you see his, his, his post match interview as well? Yeah, he's I didn't. He was know. really being really bullish about it, which was I thought was quite funny. As if like he, I don't know, he was sort of like a bit defensive. I was like, Jason, you've been making mistakes like this for years. It was really like, funny. Like, I don't yeah, know what he was trying to kid. It was great. He said he said like along the lines of, "Well, it's the life of a goalkeeper, isn't it? The lads try to dig me out, but in the end, I did it myself." It's like, <laughs> well, not really, mate. Like you fucked up, like. You saved some penalties against Again? Newport. Well done. Did he? Did, oh, did he? I didn't even know how that ended. Oh well, he, did he saved. Did they he win saved penalties? four penalties in the shootout. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Which says more. The shootout he caused. <laughs> God, that is quite mad, isn't it? Didn't think he was capable. I probably would have brought it up if I knew uh, he'd redeemed himself like that. Oh, well, I mean, I've only seen of, it as far as him conceding the goal. Out of all the things he could do as a goalkeeper, logically saving penalties is something that. 
that's probably something he could be good at because like he doesn't have to worry about all he has to do is get the ball away from the goal yeah, it, and he doesn't have to worry about <laughs> dropping no it in, in front way. of somebody somebody following in because he's like poured it straight back into the path of the striker anything like that if he drops it and it goes out for a corner he's saved a penalty think about well, that I, I like, you know what yeah, I mean so I really admire how shit he is like fair play to him <laughs> like he's you know. Well, especially the you know the he's playing. I know he's only like third choice or something or second choice, but he's at a Premier League club. We were talking about choice. this last night. You know, he's he's relatively rich right. and he's made a you know a very yeah. successful well, career. To, to to move upwards after the season he had with us is remarkable in many ways, isn't it? I mean, obviously, I yeah, well they signed him obviously with not much expectation he'd play, but even so, for him for him personally to still be well, it's like the only Premier League in it. Where like good you'd get a job like that. Like imagine if you worked in like finance, just like ran a company into the ground, and then like some multi-global company just came and offered you the I don't know, <laughs> CFO role. Like, Wait, about Stuart Donald? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chris Weatherspoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, Jason Steele has got. He's got a very good career. He does. Well, he has. Yeah. He has. He does, yeah. You know, he can't. Indeed. Can't Indeed, that. he does. Maybe he's it. just really good in training. Like, does all the right things. Prepared. Did he join well. as a training goalkeeper for Brighton? Pretty much. Like, yeah. Third that, choice. Builds like because he was probably four, not even going to get a game in the cup if they've got fit, fit backups. So yeah. I think it was it just, uh, if anything shows you how the Premier League just has too much money. It's this modern trend of. Of getting all these experienced third choice yeah. keepers just to make the squad up, play. and the, the, a lot of decorated keepers who won't be on you know small amounts of money, like Joe Hart played for Spurs yesterday. You know they're not going to be giving them peanuts, are they? It's it's yeah. it's, it's just Carson, a sign. Of, well, my favourite yeah, is Carson because yeah, yeah. he's on loan from Derby. <laughs> he's been on loan at Man City for two years. Why don't you just Hasn't why don't you just give played. him? Why don't you just give him them? Because like. <laughs> like what? Like Man City had Richard Wright for years. He'd never play, but he travelled to all of like the Champions League away games. Like, you think how much Richard Wright's cost in airfare <laughs> over the years, and it's like a disgrace, really. Decent and work. Stuart Taylor, yeah, Stuart Taylor before Stuart him. Taylor, yeah, I was just thinking about him. Yes, like he, Stuart like at least Richard Wright had like a reasonable career. Like he played for Ipswich. Peaked very, very early. Aye, didn't but he? he played like a couple of hundred games. Like Stuart Taylor, if you look at his career, he he played about sixty games. It's a disgrace, really. <laughs> like he should, it's mm. unacceptable. Richard Wright and Joe Hart actually um, contradict the the theory that keepers get in the prime when they're older as well. Cause yeah, they, yeah, they were both they were both good. I mean, Richard Wright, they thought was going to be the England keeper for he years, was Arsenal, when he first broke through. Arsenal bit, yeah. yeah, and everyone thought like this is it. He's going to be the next England keeper for years. Joe Hart obviously was relatively young when he he made his name on loan at Birmingham, and then and then a Man mm. City and stuff like that. And they both seem to be finished now. So that's uh, semi interesting, I guess. Robert <laughs> Which, uh, Green's uh, currently doing it. Is he yeah. Chelsea still? No, he's not. Is he, no. is he, he's retired, retired now. Is he packed in now? Yeah, he does a broadcasting now. He's doesn't about he? Who was the other one? As uh, Mark Schwarzer before that, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he, well, he, he, he was about. like 20, 20 odd years. He was playing, wasn't he? Yeah, just milled about it. Uh... Steve Harper, we even had him. Remember that? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Massive he was part of the Sunderland team. team that relegated yeah. Newcastle. I bet he, he was like, I bet he yeah. thinks about that a lot. He's just like that <laughs> picture of him when we relegated. We're missing on the bench. He's a he's a nice fella. I once had. Uh, 
some beers with him, like randomly <laughs> this, after this event, and he was like really nice. Was he? Oh, was good crack. Was someone else yeah, supposed yeah. to be at the event, but like got injured, so he had to be there. Today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was actually him and um, Stephen Tonkinson. Right. So there's a name oh, yes. for you. It's like a and George Colton as oh, well. well. Sorry, George, if you, he won't be listening. Sorry, George, if you listen, I missed you out. Um, yeah, I went to this like um, football play, journal play, <laughs> football play thing, <laughs> and um, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I went to this uh, football play and um, afterwards went for drinks with <laughs> with them. And that was it. Sounds like a great night. It was. It was. It was. Stephen Tonkinson, very nice man. Very nice man. Yeah, I can imagine. So, Has he done? It? I haven't seen him do anything for years. I don't know if he was in like good things or back in the day, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Late nineties, early nineties, he was. Yeah, dropped the dog donkey. Yeah. He was in, what do you call it, Bally Kiss Angel? Yeah, that was good, that. Remember that? Yeah, so mm. there you go. We haven't even yeah. talked about the game yet. This is great. Fair. How many minutes are we in? We will evolve. It. By the end of the season, we'll have evolved into we're just a, a podcast that doesn't talk about football or Sunderland at all. Um, brought on by how crap Sunderland are. We finally snapped. I said to you at the start, I had, forgot who we played momentarily. I've never been... As disinterested, the pandemic obviously contributes to that, doesn't it? But it's just, you know, it's just we just draw games, well, I, <laughs> and it's just I, uninspiring, and it just there's no light at the end of the. T- well, this takeover right, theory should provide light at the end. Of- well, <laughs> uh, you know, you should be. I should be more excited about this takeover than I am. Somebody say some positive right, well, things. Ah, well, I think. Yeah, go on, oh, sorry, no, you go, no, Matt, go on because I wasn't going to say anything positive. So you, you go on. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say like I think um, part of the issue is like with the kind of disjointed start under Johnson we've had. As in, he's not really had much time, has he? With even now, <laughs> and I know it's a bit of an excuse, but I think like if you're looking for positives, then you could sort of say, well, he probably hasn't had the chance to implement what he wants to implement yet. Um, yeah. The signing we've made um, appears to be could have been come by from sort of like Christian Speakman and looking at you know the quote unquote data that people like to talk about. And you might not be a big name, but um, I guess it link it sort of indicates there may be some kind of actual plan being put into place in terms of what we're doing. And it might just be that partially because of the interrupted season and partially just because obviously the takeover is still up in the air Johnson hasn't really had the chance to fully implement what he wants to do so in terms of like a, a faint positive I'd say like we're very much in early work in progress still and normally if a manager's been in, in position for as long as Johnson has been in terms of time you'd expect more but in terms of actual games we've played and time on the pitch he's had it's it's actually a lot less than what a manager would normally have had by now so I guess you could look at it that way yeah I think you know it is encouraging the way he wants to play football it's evidently clear he doesn't have the players for it but I mean we you know <laughs> it's what how, how do we know how he wants to play then we don't I know because he tells you he tells you every opportunity uh, uh, yeah no uh, but like, well <laughs> I think because of, do it, because of this like and I am gonna I'm gonna sound like Chris Whitty here it's gonna um, it'll get worse before it gets better. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it will because like well, if you think like we've plodded along under Parkinson with just like playing shit, boring football, 
and Johnson wants to change it. So, like, the players we've got will be ingrained into Phil Parkinson's yeah. boring way of playing football. So, it's going to take a hell of a lot to change the mindset, and half of them are just not good enough anyway. But to change the way we play is going to take Johnson like a long time to implement. Like, basically, what I'm saying is, you can write this season off. I think I think like a good example of that um, from the game the other night was how although White scored ten goals this season, he is our top scorer. At the same time, like he didn't play well obviously the other night, and I think that his limitations were causing us a lot of problems in terms of how we were trying to play versus what we could actually do. Because a lot of the time he was he just I don't know he was either in the wrong position, he wasn't, the ball wasn't sticking or whatever, and because he like. I don't know, I think the creative players like Diamond and McGeady, who obviously didn't play under Parkinson, um, both played fairly well, I thought, um, in terms of in relative to the others on the pitch. And I don't think that their positions is much of an issue, but I think definitely like what Matt said, I think players like Wyke are sort of a throwback to the Parkinson era, which is going to be sort of like a millstone around Johnson's neck for as long as like that, those types because we don't really have any other types of strikers especially with Greg not being available we have Graham or Wyke and both of them effectively will score goals in certain ways but but if, if they're not on the ball uh, like White wasn't the other night then it does limit the rest of the team massively well, I'm not sure I've ever heard a sentence with Danny Graham will score goals in it before uh well, I mean, that, apparently he scores at other clubs, just not him. I know, I know, I know. The, the numbers, that, is, the that is the wor- most short-termist, worst bit of transfer business we've done in years, and that takes some fucking beating, to be fair, the Danny Graham thing. Like, he clearly only has his season in it. He's put on so much weight since he's come here. Fair play. Why? You wouldn't believe he was playing championship, like... But well, because even, even in the even in the lockdown games and in, in the summer he was playing for Blackburn then and he's given up. Yeah, he looked starting. in shape for Blackburn, didn't he? But he's yeah. given up. I mean, because you know, people obviously people obviously criticise and hammer hammer loan signings, don't they? But you're not getting more than this season out of Danny Graham. So why not? We don't. We don't. <laughs> you know why? Is what you say? Well, like go every, go go and try and get like a young kid from the Premier League. Who, you know, if you look, all, I think um, who might be better. Like, Lincoln have got five on loan at the moment. Every team we play has got like four or five on loan. We've got one. Yeah, because like, well, that that'll get teams promoted, and then you, and then you can you know look exactly. to attract better players when you get up. Yeah, pretty much league, every successful to... League One team has a blend of prem, prem or good championship loans, don't they? Yeah, I mean, we, we haven't obviously talked about. I know some people have said with Lee Burgeon, you know, because he got kicked. Um, it might have shaken him a bit when he's dropped that ball, but it's like, well, if he didn't have any previous, I'd be like, yeah, fair enough. But like, that's very much in his ballpark um, to do yeah. what he did. So, like, I'd be trying to get a goalkeeper in. Like, I'd, I know you, you're kind of right. You probably could write the season off, but like, this, like that's how it feels at the moment because it's just so flat. I mean, we've won one in nine in the league, which is pathetic. <laughs> Like we can't even. It's can't it's amazing beat, we're still in touch. We can't we can't beat, like, any of the teams. Right, we lost like, to in Wigan. The bottom six. We lost to Wigan. That we was, lost to yeah. MK Dons. Like we're drawn with Burton. We're drawn with AFC Wimbledon. It's like, it's not good enough. So, I'd be thinking, you know, let's just get on with it now and do what we need to do. You know, I'd be getting another goalkeeper in. I'd be trying to bring another striker in. Yeah, we've brought a midfielder in. I think, you know, we've got issues in there. 
the fullback areas on the right hand side because obviously you know if if McLaughlin's injured or Nyan's injured is it, could Sanderson go out there just on just know? on that actually sorry um, uh, Swindon signed Kieran Freeman um, who was at Sheffield United um, up until the end of last season uh, and he went to Swindon his last season in League One he scored I think 10 or 11 goals and got another six six assists um, and like how is he going to teams like Swindon when his, his like why were we if we need a full but why are we not in for him I mean I thought he would have been a great signing for us especially with O'Nine's injury um, and it's just we keep missing out on these players who yeah. then why go don't to you other tag, teams. Why don't you tag Speakman in a tweet and ask him? Yeah. Hey, he could do that. I might do actually. Well. Yeah. <laughs> we talk, we're talking about this before as well. It's like on paper we've signed like players on paper like that. So obviously Will Grigg is a prime example of this kind of player that we've signed. And. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work out, but like at the same, like it's just with signings and stuff like that in the morning, I'm just like, well, I mean, hopefully this Winchester fella's all right in that, but and I'm not like saying, not being like snobby or anything and that, like that. It's just like I'm just not asked. It's like I don't even know. Yeah, some of the fans is. can't be blamed for not does. getting excited about signing somebody from who's in who's twenty seven I mean, year old and he's playing so league two. He might he might be great, you know, give him a chance he, he might be great. Be, let's but, hope let's hope he comes in and is like, Wow, this this is a really clever signing and that's that's what I'd be more interested to see come May, you know, or June, however long it takes to finish the season. Um you know, it'd be really interesting to think, you know, to see if our a change in strategy. Um does pay off rather than thinking like well on paper we signed Danny Graham because it's yeah. Danny Graham but like he's Danny Graham I think like with um, with the Winchester signing you're right you can't get excited about him obviously because um, we don't know a lot about him and like you said he is playing in League 2 and he's 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 27 but I, I guess at the same time you could sort of liken it to if you're in the Premier League and you sign a sort of championship midfielder who Again, people say, oh, it's not an exciting signing, but it can work out. And I think hopefully, um, Johnson obviously has, has had Winchester before, hasn't he? And um, yeah. combine that with, with Speakman, obviously saying agreeing that he fits in with whatever it is they're trying to do. So um, ag- agree that we shouldn't get excited about him. But I think he probably will be an upgrade on Dobson for one. And I think also um, we've got to hope that... Um, you know, we, we we shouldn't. Sorry, we shouldn't write him off. I mean, not that we are, but I have seen other people. Matt likes um, writing of, people off, so yeah. you will be correct. To... Maybe Matt will write him off. Actually. Yeah, I did but last week maybe he'll maybe he'll listen to this and use it as motivation. <laughs> so, yeah. mm. no. no, I think you're right, and, and we certainly will give him a chance because you know it, it, it would be interesting to know whose side this is because you say, you know. They've, they've agreed on it to some point. I think yeah. when people are saying, you, know, you suggest almost right the season off, and I think from a long term point of view, that's why I think we will see loans in this window because I think that Speakman and, and his team would be more likely to say, no, let's look long term now and build something up. Where loans, you know, flood your side with loan signings who might give you the quality boost to get you promoted, um, you know, and then plan for maybe, you know, two transfer strategies, League One. And the championship is what is what you'd hope they'd be doing. That's why mm. I do think we will see some. I think we're more like to see loan signings um, well, so he, he's a, for that reason. Who we should who we should bring in? He's my first 
That's Joe Lumley. There you go. Joanna Lumley. Back. Yeah. <laughs> so the keeper who's been she's absolutely emergency an, an, an emergency <laughs> loan keeper um, this season. So he 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 played against us for Gillingham, yeah. and then he played against us for Doncaster oh, as yeah. well because he signed. And he's made ten appearances in League One this season: two for Gillingham and eight for Doncaster. Doncaster are currently what, good run, fourth on a, on a good run. Yeah, um, you know he's he's you know he looked pretty decent. You know, like when he played against us, he looked competent. Um, so yeah, I'd be thinking like, why don't we? We should be looking to, you know, I think we definitely need to strengthen like. In these areas, and because like bringing in Ronnie Matthews, we need to get rid of him. There's, competi- there's competition for Lee Burge, who is absolutely prone to errors, was just a terrible, mm-hmm. terrible idea. Right. And as fans, like we can write the season off if we want to or not, whatever, but the club definitely shouldn't be doing that. Well, they're still a, in touch, aren't they? Exactly, like, yeah. I'm, so, not, I'm not writing so the season, I know they like, need Matthews to be sort of kind of tongue in cheek. They can, they yeah, can sort of like. I wasn't go for it, can't they? And they need to be looking at it because we we're in touch. We should go for it. Um, but yeah, I agree that from a fan's perspective, I know Matt was joking, but people are writing the season off just so in general. Like, you, you see, it wasn't so much joking. I was saying like it's more the the fact that we need to kind of like basically what Stephen said, rather than just trying to bring in some loan signings that are gonna like ho- like fluke us promotion like imagine if we got imagine mm. if we'd like won that Gillingham game and fluked promotion in the playoffs That's, imagine if we were in the championship now <laughs> like it's funny, it, well it? It, well it maybe it wasn't funny last time was it so it, it, you don't like I'd rather I would rather funny looking back <laughs> may, well maybe it we had Lee funny. Camp and Donald Love and things thing, like though. that but we wouldn't have Lee Camp though like you know no, I'd rather get promoted. If we're going, we need to get promoted properly. Like the right way. Needs, like if yeah. they're going to invest in the long term future of the club, this is I don't know what I'm doing here, doing like some kind of sensible planning. But if we're going to invest in the long term future of the club, whoever these new owners are and whenever they're going to come in, if you've got a sporting director, you've got a younger manager who's happy to work with the director. We need a plan for the next ten years rather than bringing in. Some knacker on loan that might accidentally fluke us promotion. We need to do it properly this time because we've never ever done anything properly ever. So maybe we should try. Maybe we should start and you know give it a go. I get, do you not think though? I, with, with 20, I know what you mean. Do you not it's, think it's with the, twenty players out of contract though in the summer? Yeah, well, they're all crap. Now anyway, might be the time to like, fluke. Exactly, but my point is, wouldn't you be better off somehow managing to get promoted maybe. this season? And I then think so. Having that yeah. clean slate, and when you get into the yeah. championship, because you attract a better calibre of player, it's going to be yeah. great. This yeah. one, with with, with no sort of um, wage, um, cap. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, and I think Johnson alluded to that, didn't he? Because he said some signings won't be glamorous, and others will be. So maybe that's sort of an indication to what you were saying, Stephen, about how they sort of got two separate plans. Like one plan is if we do go up, and then. They'd be, I guess, the glamorous signings that may get us there, or at least the names, quote unquote. Not going up, right? And then there'll be other signings we make who they either sort of are going to be short term or players who they think may be good enough to if we do go up, but then they can replace if not because they're not a massive financial burden. So I'm thinking maybe that that, that is what they are doing. And I do agree with what Matt said um, from a planning point of view, um, but I think they shouldn't. 
they should build in the possibility we can still go up into that plan. So sort of yeah. a sort of dual approach is, is is obviously going to be the way forward. I mean, if we can see it, you'd assume they can as well. So huh. sounds like Winchester. I mean, we don't even know if he's good enough for League One, but I guess the rep he's got, he'd be signed primarily to potentially establish himself as a first choice midfielder in League One. And then they must also think if we do go up well, he may be good enough. For you know, who's covering the championship, and if not, we can sell him back to League One. So, I, mean, I they, guess it's that kind of planning, isn't it? That, that what it points to, anyway, for me. The signs being made on the on the date are apparently so. This yeah. is the but it must the be a bit of both, thing, mustn't it? Because jo- Johnson's also had him before, yeah, he was older than Johnson, yeah, for ages. maybe. Yeah. But I'm sure, I'm you know, however, the filter the information in terms of you know, in sort of scouting these players are not going to like. One of the, I don't think one of the fiddlers will be based on if he's. It'll be the data first before the fact that he did play like that. He knows him. Well, do you know what I mean? That's so like the only. Yeah, factor I don't think it would be like. Yeah. like oh, did oh. you play for me at Bolton? Yes. Right. Well. <laughs> welcome aboard, Remy Matthew. God, he's the worst goalkeeper I've ever seen. <laughs> Well, like Winchester's stats from what I've seen on Twitter, and obviously it is League Two and stuff, and and stats, you know, people have different opinions on how important of, um, they are. But like, it does bars. seem that he he can sort of progress the ball from midfield, which is definitely something we do lack, especially from deep. Um, so if there is someone who can sort of play a longer pass, maybe a quicker pass to get us in behind, if we sign a player with pace who can then get on the end of that pass. Um, then it makes sense from that point of view. And also, I guess, if he's quite experienced, it may be useful to have a player who's used to winning games regularly and being one of the better players in the division. Maybe you'd hope he wouldn't be a big fish, small pond type of player, but maybe somebody's got a mentality where he can maybe improve the levels of some of the ones around him. Because um, that would be useful as well, given that, like with the adversity that we keep coming up against, we often don't react to it in the right way. So more players who have a bit of a stronger mentality, which apparently is one of his strengths as well, may be good too. Oh, well, you've made it feel a little bit positive already, Jimmy. Word. I'm glad you've come on. <laughs> you've, <laughs> you've, improved, <laughs> you've improved my mood. A Delacone, is it, from uh, Bristol City? He was, yeah. We've been linked with him, haven't we? The yeah, he's good. Loan at, on loan at Hull and they've recalled him. Apparently, to send to us. It's well, I read that, but like, wouldn't have that happened? It wasn't that like ages ago that happened. Why would not have? I don't know. Materialised by now. I mean, yes. Maybe waiting for the takeover so we can. Mm. Like, well, that that is pay not not a, a <laughs> bad observation. To be fair, I mean, it's been how many days since the takeover? Six, seven, eighteen days. Well, it was Christmas Eve with the last official yeah, or yeah, semi-official yeah. announcement, wasn't it? Yeah, so it's 18 days since the takeover was announced. So two and a half weeks. You'd expect surely the conf- the rubber stamp this to come in the next sort of week or so, surely. Yeah. I mean, it usually, they usually say it takes about three weeks, don't they? So, um, you'd have thought it would be... It has to be rubber stamped soon because if, if it is going to affect... January. How we bring people in, and, you know, they need to get them. It'll go through on the last day of January, probably. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, here's yeah. the camp on a free. <laughs> Does the uh, Conor McGregor walk into the academy alike? Here's Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan Walters. 
Anything uh, okay. of interest anybody wants to, to finish up from the game before we have a break and then... Um, we haven't yeah. talked about the game. I, uh, well, because, yeah, yeah, you know, every we, we've seen referee. this film a lot, haven't the we? Referee, we've seen this film many times. The referee was crap. And uh, I think I said on the reaction pod that I thought the ball was going to bounce out over Remy Matthews' head and I wanted it to happen. Oh, yes. it would have been yeah. really funny. <laughs> Did a very, very big... Um, Ian Wright's like, there, like when that when that ball bounced up, I was like, <sighs> he's such honestly, I was he's like, such a knack at him, right? There was a point he caught the ball in the second half, and you know when a keeper catches the ball on the line, but like emphasizes yeah, the body, like, like, like yeah. he's three yards from his line, and he's like stepping back with the ball in his hands, like it's not over the <laughs> line, it's not over the line. I've saved one, honestly. We need that to get we need to get rid of him because yeah. he's he's frightening. <laughs> I, I, I hear him he needs to go away he's the worst goalkeeper I've ever seen mm. we, survi- we, su- we survived it I guess because I think everyone was worried when he come on and what we've seen is just it, it shows that the league's still a crap we're still in yeah. touch the league is they're supposed to be like sort of best or second best team Lincoln's another one who we turned over uh, we, we've gone on this ming and run and we're still a couple of wins away from being yeah, massively, massively in the mix. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's like if you look at Hull's results um, over the season, some of the away, the amount of goals they've scored and, and teams they've beaten away. Um, you know, I know, like we say, they're probably not that good and the level isn't that good. But in terms of relative to the league, they probably are at least, if not the best, top three teams um, based on the results. Not just the league table, but also the amount of goals they've scored and the way they've played and the reviews they've had and whatever. So I think, like, you can sort of say we were and we weren't good, but we could have won and maybe should have won, really, um, if we'd have had a striker who was able to perform better in his role than what White did. But without criticising our team too much, what I would say is that maybe it's a better result in the context of the league than how it felt watching it. Um, Mm. And I certainly was disappointed and frustrated afterwards because I expected more. But from a league perspective, it's actually... Not a bad result in some ways to, you know, given the the way Hull have played against other teams and and stuff. So it's I'm not I don't want to be a happy clapper because I don't you know I don't want that kind of abuse. But um, <laughs> go on. At the same time, I think that it is like worth noting that Hull are definitely one of the best teams we'll I, play I, this season. The, prob- the problem the problem is it's but the, that's fine. But like we do exactly the same against. All of the teams, oh, no yeah. matter if they're like second I don't or twenty second, and that's the problem. I'd agree. It's all about <clears throat> the context of the result, and we've won one in nine. I, I yeah, think the, the game the league, died I mean, when he made that triple change. By the way, mm-hmm. like it just killed it because, like, you you took like Wyke, McGeady, and did Diamond go off? Yeah, and Diamond and McGeady were definitely like, the two they were sort of into chit, like they were the you know the they'd been on together all game, and there was some kind of synergy kind of there. Whereas you're bringing on like a, a pudding and <laughs> whoever else you got, like what like it just died. It, it killed any impetus that we were sort of like it just it was it just killed it really. Yeah, it was a weird one. Um, and Diamond were definitely our best two players up until yeah. the point they went off. In terms of, not necessarily in terms of like, were they the most you know consistently good, but in terms of worrying and being effective against that whole team, most of the good situations we had came as a result of something Diamond or McGeady or both did 
working in tandem either with each other like the goal or just I mean the amount of diamonds he was I thought really good at sort of getting the turnovers and, and trying to break quickly and I think when he went off we really struggled to turn the ball over and break quickly and I think obviously McGeady with his technical ability just the way he could carry it and he was worried you could see he was worrying their defence because they would back back off him a lot when he had the ball whereas when he went off um, I think we lost a lot in terms of being able to force them back and I think that's why we maybe didn't look like we were pushing um, and trying to score as hard as we could because I don't think Hull were that scared when McGeady and Diamond went off I think they were probably relieved to see Danny Graham Come on, especially, but it'd be nice if like yeah. Embleton had an, an impact on. He just the game. doesn't look like he doesn't look interested. He just doesn't, no. doesn't do anything. No, like I don't know, people, you know, defend him. That's fine. I'm not like slagging him off or no, anything. Go on. But go on, slag him off. It'd be nice if he. It would be nice if he like came on and everyone went whoa. Like that, yeah, no, that's what that's what against, that's what you um, want from him, isn't it? Like you know, he's yeah. the two footer, he's quick, he's got skills, but he never seems to produce. But then again, you could also say like, has he really had a consistent run in the team? He hasn't. Like, has he played two but games reason, consecutive? But he's not. That, he's not sure anything. Though. Though. Like even even yeah. even like a little five or ten minute spell has been none of that, really. Yeah. No. You know, but I mean, right? Let's have a little he break. A good and come first, back. He had a good first half against Fleetwood in the uh, checkered trade. Mm. We'll, have a, we'll talk. We've we've got a, not a game in, in that whatever it's called. Uh, we've got a game of that tomorrow. We'll we'll look at that a <laughs> no, little bit exciting. in terms of he's he suggested. Well, he suggested what kind of players, uh, you know, what kind of team he's going to pick and stuff like that. And we'll just have another ramble for five or ten minutes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm Stephen Elliott, and you listen to the Wise Man Say podcast. So as you all know, if you use the code WMS10, it's on the terraces.co.uk, you can get 10% off the entirety of your basket. Basket. And that is that is the key. It's not just, you know, <laughs> that you might go on to go on there and get like, you know, a polo shirt or a jacket. You know, you're gonna go on there and you're gonna go, I want to fill my basket with these items. And then you're going to buy them, and then you're going to be like, whoa, 10% off that. That's good, isn't it? And then you'll have a nice time. So if you go from the terraces.co.uk, um, use the code WMS10. Now, also, you're going to listen to the terraces, the From the Terraces uh, podcast featuring um, Matthew, yeah, you should do that. Um, which is out every every sort of Friday, Saturday, normally. Uh, just, just really just. You know, pretty run of the mill. But well, you know, no, if you wanted, Stephen introduced <laughs> earlier on the podcast that this will become a podcast that 
uh, talks nothing about football or Sunderland. If you want that podcast, then listen to from the first. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fair. So there you go. Let's let's ramble on for five more minutes about the Papa John's, the, pe- well, the best, um, about this. the, be- the well, best I mean, commercial yeah. pizza shop. I would say is Papa it's, John's. He said that the players on the fringes are going to play, aren't they? Which, which I, I think this will be interesting. Like normally, you just wouldn't care about that because every manager says that, and that's generally what happens in cup competitions. It's not exactly a, a revolutionary statement that he made or a revolutionary idea, but I think. You know, as Jimmy was saying earlier, we just seem so far. We we seem so incapable of playing how Johnson wants to play. I kind of want to see what some of these other players can yeah, well, do. You mentioned now you've, you've got to factor in the opposition and the cup and everything like that. Of course, you have, but at the same time, so Embleton is a prime example. You know, come in and really take the game by yeah. the scruff of the neck. Yeah, because um, I'm. We've been taught, and Peter, we haven't, but people have been taught about his potential for so long, and we're just we're just yet to see it. And yes, I, I understand sometimes you need to run of games, but like think back, think back to all of the youth, some of the exciting youth players who broke through over the years. Like Mickey Gray scored twenty seconds into his debut. Martin Smith yeah. made a massive impact. If you want to go that far back, um, as did Craig Russell. You, you've got to. You can't just come through as a kid and say, oh, you've got, oh, you've got to give him a run of 10 games. You've got to show that you've got the ability. Exactly. Diamond's Diamond, got exactly. in, yeah. Diamond's got exactly. in because he's shown something when he's had his opportunities. Yeah. Gooch, Gooch, is, Gooch when his debut, was that City away yeah. in the yeah, most season? Was that his debut? Yeah. He was really good in that game, wasn't he? No, he played so? in the, um, what do you call it as well, didn't he? He had a good game in the... Uh, we beat, we Exeter. beat Exeter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He played well in that game. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, like you were saying, Stephen, managers often do sort of preview these types of cup games with, um, you know, given the fringe players. I think it's the players, this, the names specifically, so Embleton being one, as we said. And I think also he, he mentioned that Willis is back to full fitness. So hopefully, because um, I think we massively miss him yeah, um, great. when he's not playing. So hopefully this game is a game he can sort of just use to get back into the rhythm of it. Hopefully cruise through it. He shouldn't have, have too much of an issue with what he's up against but he can use it to get a 90 under his belt get back into the swing of playing a competitive game because obviously he did come on against Wimbledon in that weird Covid game but he clearly wasn't fit then so hopefully now he can basically just cruise through it I mean he is he is one of our better well in my opinion our best defender anyway so we do miss him and yeah. for him to be name checked by Johnson as well indicates he'll obviously be playing and um, other than that, I think it's just a case for anyone who didn't or doesn't currently fit into the first eleven, like we were saying about Embleton, but this applies to all of them, just use the time you have in this game productively because mm-hmm. we need a spark. We need something or someone to do you know, to light the fire as it were. And we've got a lot of players who have the potential to do it it's about time somebody stepped up and I think this tomorrow might not be an important game we don't care about the trophy I but do. given that the, it's in the middle of the window <laughs> and we've had a run a bad run in the league it's a good opportunity for somebody isn't I it I want to win this competition but I really do I was devastated when we lost the final last season's final still hasn't been played by the way um, so I want to win this trophy and I know Gareth does as well agree Strongly, because we have like I just want to completely the, yeah. complete the bottom two divisions. That's what I want to do. 
That It'd be, be like me. you know in um, in Super Mario where you complete the level, but you can also get the coins. Like there's like three yeah, like star coins quest. in each level. Papa John's is, That's, is like this the, what it is. The Papa yeah. John's is the star yeah, you coins. You've got to you, you win League One, but don't win. Trophy, exactly. You haven't, done you it. haven't like completed on, the on, game on GTA. You haven't completed packages. You've you done it on beginner. Yeah, like, if you do, exactly. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't count. So we need to make sure that we not only win the league because we got to win the league to to get the trophy. Um, we have to win the, the the Papa John's as well to to collect the the, the uh, additional tree. That then unlocks. Um, an extra, yeah. you know, amount of money when we go up that, uh, yeah, it does, yeah. that can't be that can't be used for any other purpose than to sign players. That would be good. That's the side. That's like the side of the financial trip. management the EFL are missing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it probably won't happen. They'll have to play all three next year. Three fi- all three finals next year. Be like the playoffs Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Good that. Be like what was it? It was Salford, Portsmouth, wasn't it? So yeah, last year Portsmouth sold fifty thousand tickets. Yeah, yeah Portsmouth and Salford. I, I can't Portsmouth decide who I want to win that less than those two teams. I know. Someone probably like, the FA is currently working out how to do refunds for fifty thousand Portsmouth. And is like really worried about it because it's probably keeping the league going. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh God. Well, does anyone else have anything to add? Well, nice short snappy one tonight, really. Like Danny Graham will play tomorrow, um, and not and be replaced after sixty minutes, having done nothing. Nothing. So there you go. And Remy Matthews will probably play in goal, and do something stupid, and then we'll win three one despite him being on the pitch. Um, And I think that Embleton will score, and then everyone will go. Well, he should play now. And, and then he'll he'll be rubbish he'll on, Saturday. on Saturday and be rubbish and get replaced after. And there's just yeah. be an endless cycle of someone getting replaced after an hour after being completely ineffectual. Until we're revered by Danny Graham up front. Yeah. Well, at least they got replaced after an hour under the new management and not after yeah. eight, three minutes. Yeah, well, so it's a positive you know, it's a step forward. Or at half time, even. Yeah. I think like just. Um, Semi, well, not semi, but just like what I actually do think about tomorrow is like, given the run we're on, um, a win is um, expected and necessary in a number of ways. So I think that realistically, um, there's not a lot of excuses to not turn in a decent performance tomorrow, given the disappointment of the results we've had. Surely, surely these players want to impress the management and. We're in a try. I mean, hope, might Winchester even have a? You know, he might. He's quite like, tied. Uh, oh, oh, he's trying okay. to play Sanderson in the last round to be fair. Yeah. Though, so. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I think like as EFL trophy games go, um, this one, one may be more important. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. What round? Ra- what it's round is it even? Is it the quarterfinal? Is it semi-final? May oh semi-final? The last. It's not really. Yeah. It's like the, I don't what know, is it? round of the last thirty two. Well it was last 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 season it was oh, sorry, when we got the final, we got out the group, then Bristol Rovers was the semi final. I think there was yeah. one knockout game before that, so this will be the No, we we beat we beat Man City, we beat Newcastle. Oh Newcastle in the group. They were in the group, I think. No, no, no. So we like so in the in the in the group we beat we drew with Stoke and then we beat Morecambe away. 
and we beat. Oh yeah, oh, we beat. Oh, um, was that that game? That was that was freezing. That one. Like, Josh Manchester was under no, twenty. No, that was Grimsby. No, 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 so, no, so we, we beat another. We beat. We beat. <laughs> we beat someone else to Port Marquet, Stephen. Um, Leicester, was it Leicester? It, oh no, we no, lost to Leicester. No, you getting wrong. We beat. We beat Morecambe away. We we drew. Yep. We beat Carlisle penalties. We beat Carlisle, and then we beat Notts County. And then we yeah. beat Newcastle, and then we beat Man City, yeah. and then Bristol Rovers, and then we lost on penalties to Portsmouth. Yeah. There you go. There you go, then. Here's right, one. So we're miles away, then. What is better away. as a sponsor, Checker Trade or Papa John's? Oh, Papa John's. Papa John's. I think, I think it's actually moved up in the world with Papa Definitely. John's. I think Checker Trade's just an advert on TalkSport, isn't it? whereas Papa John's is, is, is a bit more, to a bit more credibility. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's got the I say is it's the best of the pe- the commercial brand pizzas available. So similar, I guess, Fairly to bad. what happened to the league with the league cup in the nineties because that went from that went from the Rumbleos Cup to the Coca Cola Cup. Yeah, it was, was that the milk, milk cup? One, it was, was it sponsored by like? Because like, I can't remember like, that. I'm too young to know this. Milk. Was it just milk? Is in I think in, like milk slightly before milk. my time. Milk. I think it was. Like, yeah. been sponsored by like lemons, like tea. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was definitely yeah. the Rumbleos Cup when I was right. in a football oh, first. Well, you've won the like chair. Well, then it, was <laughs> worth, it was Worthington's for a bit. The, um, I remember the Worthington's Cup. Worthington's Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, wasn't it Worthington's Cup when we had the Worthington sponsor as well? I think it was about the same yeah, time, yeah. wasn't it? No, the, we, didn't um, have, we didn't have Worthington's, did we? We, we didn't have Worthington's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my childhood memory. Similar kind of thing. Messing my brain up there. I was only eight. Have you um, listened to that, the Partridge from the Yost House? No. Not yet, he but makes I do a very good to. point in one of the episodes that it is impossible to market milk. <laughs> because there's people, you're not going to convince somebody to buy milk by marketing milk. No, they, yeah. So you're either going to drink it or you're not. You're going to use it or you're not. You either like it, it or you don't like it. It's a very good point. So that is a lot brands. of wasted money. A lot of the big brands generally don't advertise anymore anyway. Like, you know, like when you think of sweets and crisps and that, they don't bother. They don't eat it. Because the milk is a big brand. They're so established now. They're well, so established and built into people's psyche. Well Walkers have, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, walkers, walkers. walkers did the legwork in the 90s with the well, Gary yeah, Lineker, I mean, when I, was a kid, when I was a kid, salt and vinegar used to always be in blue packets and then Walkers came along and they were in green packets and now they've just changed the whole landscape and now you you think of salt and vinegar in green packets there you go that was the effect like salt, salt and vinegar and cheese and oil and smoky beckham that's why you limit. still see like so you know like the Smith's chip sticks and stuff are still in blue packets because they used to always salt and vinegar used to be blue but then Walker's changed to the green and most other of like the local of like the supermarkets so brand and stuff just followed just followed followed suit well yeah I mean, I'm still bewildered like it could be sponsored by just milk like that's just a thing. Like yeah. no one owns it. Like no one owns milk. Like it's... yeah, because it'd be like Cravendale or yeah, whatever. Like Cravendale but milk, milk isn't a brand in itself. Milk board. It's just like objects. Though. It'd be like the beer cup. Like which beer? Just do you not know, just, just beer. Just beer. Yeah. The gambling cup. So which which, which better company? Just, a just gambling race as well. It was called the milk milk, the milk race. Yeah. I just don't, like. But yeah, who was, profits yeah. from this? Like. Who, who's paying? Big milk. Is that like who, the cows. Who, no one owns milk. They went, they went past my junior school, I remember, when I was at school. The milk race it was. Just, I came to Sunderland and you stood there with your milk flags on the side of the it's road like and we had them around. Yeah. the trophy at the end. 
Well done. But the most right, the most we've overtly marketed product is yogurt. I've had this conversation with Steam before in the past. Once you notice, there's like every advert, there's like two yogurt adverts. Like, who loves yogurt? That I much? don't really like yogurt. But, well, that, but that's the like thing, no, but that's food. what exactly. So, they obviously need marketing and the need, the need selling. All so these like that, that's why they go overboard and like I'm saying they're the most established established brands obviously like, remember, were sponsored by Danone remember that yeah right mm. we've segwayed we've segwayed mm. enough now let us know on Twitter let us know on Twitter if you did listen to the end because I'd be surprised if many many have once we start rambling on like this uh, or tell us if you want us to um evolve more into this and away from Sunderland right okay thanks for listening